hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on it so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Are you the type of person who loves to treat yourself? You know, sometimes you just want to buy yourself a coffee, a fancy coffee. Sometimes you want to get a little extra legroom on the plane. You know what I mean? So if you ever treat yourself to the top options, other places like that, then why are we settling when we're finding a doctor? I know it's easy to fall into that rut, but your health is so important. Enter ZocDoc. ZocDoc is a place where you can find and book tens of thousands of top tier doctors, all with verified patient reviews. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. There's no more waiting awkwardly on hold with a receptionist. You know we hate that. And these doctors all have verified reviews from actual real patients. You can filter specifically for ones who take your insurance, which is so helpful. You can see who's located near you and who's available and who can treat basically any condition you're searching for. Plus, a typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. When I moved to LA years ago, I discovered ZocDoc because I was so tired of having to call all these different offices and wait. It took hours sometimes to figure out which doctor in town could help me and which one took my insurance, but not anymore with ZocDoc. I was able to find everything from a psychiatrist to a GI doctor, and I did that all through ZocDoc. And the app has only gotten better over time. I still use it. I still love it. I always recommend it to people, whether you have phone anxiety like me or not. It couldn't get easier to find a doctor with ZocDoc. Go to ZocDoc.com slash drink and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash drink. ZocDoc dot com slash drink. Well, I guess we're stuck doing these forever now. Surprise, you're stuck with our bonus episodes. Slash, I guess they're not bonus anymore. They're just like the norm for now. They're just holiday like bonus. 2.0 or 1.5 or it's like the, <laughs> like 1.2. Let's go. Let's know go there. How Lion King came out with their like 1.5. Like, yes, the, yes, the yes, prequel yes, yes. to the sequel or whatever it was. That's kind of what <laughs> I want this to be, although it will never be that creative yeah policy. but anyway no welcome we're to, trying welcome to a whole other listeners episode made by yours truly and also my um cohort right over there uh Spooky and mostly uh, mostly eva and really mostly, but really our uh, fully eva welcome to our voices rehe- uh, reciting everything that eva has done for many hours we're like eva's little puppets <laughs> happily oh my god you call kermit he's been in me all along anyway basically what we're doing is we're doing we get so many listener stories that we decided to do another uh listener episode throughout the month like mid-month to kind of um i don't know get more of your stories out there so i guess we have kind of a i think eva called it a comfy cozy somewhat thanksgiving-y loosely themed uh turkey turkey adjacent i like to call it turkey adjacent okay um so uh i guess let's just get it's probably getting cold where you are so okay christine it's been 
Oh, I thought you were. Talking. I meant not you. I know it's not cold where you are. You're in Los Angeles. I heard it, but I heard it after I started talking. But Christine, it's actually been freezing here all week. Okay, that's really weird because it's 75 degrees literally outside right now. It's beautiful. Like, it has it's been fully 75 out here. It's been like windy and cold and like we like Allison and I we've been trying to do isolated dates where we go to like parks like a half an hour before they close because no one's there so you get like the whole park to yourself and the freezing cold but it was freezing and we were like okay fuck this we're not doing that like like not good try on it like a date but it's been so cold like we I had to bring two sweatshirts for myself oh my I've been having a blast it was so weird because last week we had like a like a full-on freeze like a frost and all my plants di- oh not all my plants but the two <laughs> plants that i left outside died by accident um but now it's 75 degrees and like gorgeous and so i don't know i think this might be the one week i can like hold above you um it, i'm having I've moved. i'm having such a good time like i went we all know i love my ice london fogs at starbucks and we i do. got a hot london fog because <laughs> it was too cold to drink an iceland fog it oh was my. anyway i'm having a blast and i'm just gonna be so mad when this little phase is over and la gets back to itself so Anyway, yeah, I'm fully enjoying this before we freeze to death again. But um, <laughs> yeah. I bought my I bought my vitamin D lamp, so we're we're good to go. What is that? A vitamin D lamp? Yeah, the sun the sun lamps, like oh, happy lamps. For RJ has affective disorder. RJ has one of those because he wakes up at like four a.m. for fun, and so he has it's his <laughs> own way of making the sun rise with him because he wakes up before the sun. Oh, so gross. <laughs> well, I've seen I've seen those ones that like are on timers. This one, you're just supposed to sit in front of it for 20 minutes every morning. <laughs> just stare at it and reflect on yourself. You'll see it on my Instagram. Don't worry. I can't wait. Also, for those of you who are slightly late to the game, but maybe you follow us on Instagram, uh, Christine has a little kitty cat. And now oh, another right. kitty cat. Well, I announced it only to patrons so far um, as oh. like a little surprise, sneak peek. But it'll be out by the time that, yeah, the this episode comes out it'll be public knowledge so if you are watching this on youtube and you see what looks like juniper but it's shadow walk by it's actually a totally different cat not peter pan broken in half okay yeah 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 you're not losing it um i'm losing it because i keep adding cats to my house Uh so well okay so this week or this episode eva suggested i go first which is the first time that's ever happened so i'm I'm very excited i'm shocked it's a lot of pressure to follow in em's footsteps em's fishy floppy footsteps i almost wore my fish flops today but i know i felt it in my bones and Um, then i thought no 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 too much of that but uh too too much i'm glad you finally learned (laughs) they'll they'll be back Uh, the second i think that it's over it it comes right back to life again so (sighs) that's what i've learned over the years (laughs) Um, so this first story I have is called a spooky, starchy potato story. Oh, hell which sounds yeah. Right down our alley. Uh-huh. Um, now this is from, uh, let's see, Aoife. It's an Irish name. It's like the Irish version of Eva. Ooh. Eva said. Uh, beautiful name. Uh, who's a she, her pronouns says she slash her slash Irish folklore gal. So oh. you could call her by any of those. Talk about names. a pronoun. Oh my gosh. I know. She even gave me a pronunciation guide, but I, I think I might still mess it up because <laughs> for some reason these Irish You know what? The words, Irish are bananas when it comes to their spelling. You're just and like throwing stuff in there. I'm pretty sure they know that they're bananas when it comes to their spelling though. Like even they I know think it, so. you can't it, ha- it has a pronunciation guide like for a reason, right? <laughs> yeah. So it says Howie how ya how ya Tis Aoife here from Kievan. Okay, that's it. I'm not going <laughs> to say is it again. Why, this is why Eva gave this to you. because Maybe, actually, maybe. We all know that I was going to be such crap at this. Okay. <laughs> uh, 
In the last Samhain or Halloween listener tales, you mentioned that you hadn't heard a starchy paranormal story. Oh, oh did, did we? I think we did say something like that. And yeah, you said if it's about a potato. Oh, my God. I wait a minute. About this. Oh, my gosh. Eva literally, literally um, went to the search bar and typed in potatoes. And- also, you all literally listened to us and went, oh, yeah, I have one of those, which is incredible. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most incredible part. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. You mentioned you hadn't heard a starchy paranormal story, but on brand, me being from Ireland and all, I have one. Excellent. I am very happy that I finally have a short but somewhat relevant story to contribute. This is a story that was passed down to me. Years ago in old Ireland, before we had the luxury of electricity, us Kievan people lived in what resembled stone-built cattle sheds. Down the road, a hen's race from where I live today lived in I know. This wow, is like, what is that level of what's that metric system? A hen's race. Oh, a hen's race is equivalent to about 4.5 meters, which is equivalent to uh, a stone's throw. No, oh, <laughs> I'm just bullshitting. I was like, oh, excuse I me. <laughs> I don't think it's an actual literal measurement. I think it's like a stone's throw. I think it know? is like a stone's throw. You're right. Okay. <laughs> you said it with such confidence. I was just like, that's oh. the thing. I say things with confidence. And people believe me. And I'm like 99% of the time. You I'm need to work on your I'm kidding eyes because you are too serious. <laughs> I like it when you believe me. It's more fun. <laughs> Down the road, a hen's race for where I live today lived an old woman with her sons. Again, on brand for Ireland, she died sitting at the table peeling potatoes or spuds as us Irish call them. Oh my gosh. She was waked and buried within a week. As her sons came walking back to the house after the funeral, they opened the door to find their beloved mother's ghost sitting at the table, still peeling away into the afterlife. Oh my God, that's eternity for you now. (laughs) Just (laughs) peeling. Heartwarming, you might think, but her sons didn't think so as they never entered the house again and went as far as to board up the windows. Mm. To this day, if you drive by, the windows are boarded up and the house and attached yard slash farm are like they were the day she died. So yeah, there she goes. Sorry. So yeah, there you go. And I guess there she goes with her potatoes. Uh, I'm sure she died doing what she loved. Thanks in advance. If you read this, now I want some cheesy potato gratin. Be careful mm. preparing those fluffy god apples. Wow. God apples. That was, that was beautiful. Thank you. Oh my Eva. gosh. So, Christine, how are you peeling about that? How are you peeling? I'm scared now because I say that so often. Like, what if I'm stuck peeling in the afterlife? What if you're point? manifesting people who are actually peeling things like potatoes? Oh, oh and- no. Then they have sharp objects around me at all times. I don't love that idea. <laughs> Wow. Um, my question is, if you're if for the rest of your life, you're peeling potatoes, are you at least taking little breaks to eat them? Or is, do you only have to look? Well, at- they're, I guess, but they're raw, right? So like, what you if you don't even what if you're Creed Bratton? You won't know the difference. This is true. That's true. <laughs> that is true. Okay. Wow. Well, thank your you turn. so much for that story. Here is round two. I never do the even one. So I'm also excited. Ooh. Um, this is called a fence jumper and a mashed potato. Oh my God. There's oh my God. more than one of these. Okay. This is from Devin, who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And Devin says, uh, hi, Eva, Christine, M, and associated animals, petrified fruit. I always love when people get creative with their et al. Like yeah, ex- yeah, it's too. always fun. 
I'm a lifelong true crime paranormal fan and also team wine. So when I discovered your podcast back in 2017, I was immediately hooked. I'm from Vancouver Island and I was at your Vancouver live show. Oh my gosh, you saw me on stage in a onesie. Yeah, we all saw you. (laughs) I I saw me. I had to look in the mirror and think, oh... This is, a, this is a day for me. <laughs> Too far. And I hope you all get a chance to come back when everything blows over. I don't have many crime stories because I come from a pretty boring and safe part of the island. Bowen M mentioned a potato theme. Oh, I guess I'm responsible for this. Yeah, well, for once, you can take the burden <laughs> of being responsible. That's nice. Didn't you get? Didn't you pick a cheese episode? I did. Point? I did. I think I said I want a cheese theme. And poor Eva was like, okay. And it was like a long time ago. So she was like, I still don't know if they're being serious or not. And, I, and then I said, Eva, you're clearly uh, too good at your job. Let's really challenge <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. When M mentioned a potato theme, the first thought I had was finally, I have something to contribute. <laughs> it's like you've been waiting and waiting in like the grocery aisle for us to mention your ghost story. <laughs> So uh, to give a bit of a better picture as to what happened, I live in a duplex in a pretty tightly built suburb of other duplexes. Everyone's yards uh, were small and all three sides of my background or my backyard were touching other backyards that were also often surrounded on all sides. The street was on a hill, so each duplex was built slightly lower as you went down the street. This meant sometimes if you hopped a six-foot fence, it might actually be a 10-foot drop on the other side, um, Mm. as was the case with my yard. I think I was about 11 or 12 when this happened. I was sitting at an outdoor table with my mom and a friend of hers when we heard shouting coming from the neighbor's yard. Right when we all looked, this guy suddenly full on hops over the fence, like feet right up into his chest and completely clears the top, only to drop 10 feet straight down onto the concrete. Oh, no. Thankfully, he totally ignored the three of us who were only a few feet away and tried to run back to the yard. But a combination of him being very obviously hurt or winded from the fall and my puppy named Joey, uh, who was a very good and scary guard dog, slowed him down and he got stuck because the only fence he could try for would have been another 10 foot climb. Oh, God. Before any of us could really process what happened, our backyard was suddenly swarmed with RCMP. Military, please. Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh, the Mounties. Yes. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Okay. I've never <laughs> actually. Military police. I don't know. It's America <laughs> over here. Okay. <laughs> um, who all had their guns out. Okay. They tackled the guy and cuffed him without incident, thankfully. Turns out he and his girlfriend had been leading the RCMP on a high-speed chase Mm. through town on his motorcycle. He crashed his bike pretty badly. The handlebars were basically pushed into the gas tank from what I saw, and he ditched his girlfriend, although I don't know if she was hurt or not, and took off running between the houses uh, to try and lose the RCMP. I later heard from my dad that his helmet, which had been found in my neighbor's yard, had been lined with cocaine. <gasps> and as for the as for the potato part, because that's what I, where I'm looking. I guess that's kind of starchy. <laughs> <with powder. laughs> we had an old baked potato in the fridge that we had given to Joey to eat a few days before, but he had just taken it to the backyard and played with it instead. He never ended up eating it, and we had uh, we hadn't gotten around to picking it up yet. Uh, so when the guy was tackled to the ground, they pushed his face right into this weak old half-rotten baked potato. Stop it. The most vivid memory I have of this entire incident is this guy's now mashed potato-covered face as they took him away. Thanks for reading, oh. even if this isn't uh, if, even if this isn't going to be read out loud. Well, LOL. 
Uh, your podcast makes my commutes and chores much more enjoyable, and I look forward to everything. P.S. I've attached a link to a picture of my sweet oh, baby boy. My gosh. Okay. Uh, em, have you seen it? Eva just texted it to us. No. Let me see. Can I? Can I? I think I can probably show yeah. it. Okay. Look at Joey. Oh, this so is sweet. In the Geo's trio oh. group. Wow, what a sweet babe. I love that he just played with the potato instead of eating it. I know. (laughs) Meanwhile, my dog like eats rocks and Snickers bars. And like, (laughs) if you gave him anything, it would be swallowed in like four seconds. If you lined up a bunch of food items in front of Gio and one of (laughs) like, there's like fried chicken and there's like peanut butter and there's like Cheez Its. And then there's like a little, little vial with a skull and crossbones on it. And it says toxic poison. (laughs) He would gulp that one down in a heartbeat. And he would just look me right in the eye. That's exactly <laughs> right. He would, that's, that's him. That's my boy. Oh my God. Monster. Anyway, thank wow. you, Devin, for that story. Devin, what a story. I cannot believe the feeling of like, did they just say a potato story? That must be just the wildest feeling. Yeah. Um, um, and like for you to have one, like you said earlier, to have one just immediately like, ready to go of like oh yeah i guess this is my moment and <laughs> yeah this is your moment that you weren't waiting for or expecting but we just thrust it upon you also i love i saw a text come in that said this is the the photo that goes along with the story and i really thought it was the guy with, with potato, potato on, on his, his face. face that's what i was hoping for <laughs> too I was expecting. <laughs> oh what a good joey boy by now you've probably heard about burrow a new kind of furniture company known for timeless designs durable materials and details that make life in your space easier Last year, they brought their expertise outside with the launch of their outdoor line, which I love, and now they're adding more must-have pieces to the collection. For example, Dunes offers seating, dining, and lounger options, while Scout is a new folding chair upholstered in a chic woven fabric. And I think I'm going to get two of those for the balcony. Blaze and I love to sit out there in the evenings after Leona goes to bed. And I love the idea of having a good-looking, but also extremely useful and comfy place to sit outside. Made of durable materials made for all seasons, weather-resistant teak, stainless alloy, and quick-dry stain-resistant and cushions with easy assembly and disassembly. This is the perfect thing for your outdoor space. They also just launched a new standing desk, co-pilot with adjustable height, a durable scratch-resistant body with built-in storage to make working at home easier than ever. I'm in the market for a new desk, um, so this is definitely going to be my next bookmark. And of course, there's Burroughs Legacy seating collections like the Nomad and Range, now available in new colors. And M and I, that's like the only piece of furniture I think we actually share is our Burroughs sofa in the podcast department. Love that thing. And that's why we drink listeners can get 15% off their first order at burrow.com slash drink. That's burrow, B-U-R-R-O-W dot com slash drink for 15% off. Burrow.com slash drink. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Okay, time for story number three. This is fun. This is called The Armed Tricyclist. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, this is from Jenna, who uses she slash they pronouns. Thank you, Jenna. Jenna says, hey, y'all. I recently rediscovered the podcast after I started working as a dishwasher over the summer. I remember having listened to the first episode within a couple weeks of it coming out when I was in high school, but I guess I didn't have to do dishes slash clean for two hours every day. So it only now came back into my life. Oh, yay. 
I've, I, it's, I think, I think they're being nice to us, but I bet it was like, they listened to the first episode and we're like, I don't get it. And then like years later, we're like, years I later, guess I'll try they're like, this oh, again. They, they sound a lot more established now. Like maybe I'll give it a whirl. Other people say they're like fine. So I guess I'll try it. <laughs> yeah. I've been wanting to send in a listener's episode for a while now. I've had a few run-ins with ghosties and some super fun true crime stories, but I never thought I had any stories juicy enough. That is until I remembered this incident involving an armed tricyclist that Mm. happened less than a year ago, basically on my street. Now, technically, I was at college while this happened. So this is kind of my dad's story. Shout out to Gene. Okay, Gene. Okay, Gene. What's up? Big G. (laughs) Love Big G. Uh, So uh, Big Gene, Jenna's about to swear. So I just want to warn you. Get ready. I don't know what the fuck kind of theme this would fit into. I guess this one. But let's get into it. (laughs) So flashback to November 2019. It's a normal Thursday morning slash early afternoon, and it's a little before Thanksgiving break. I got a call from my parents, which is weird because they usually call later in the day. I answer it, and they immediately start asking me if I knew anything about what was going on. I, being a stressed college student whose only thoughts were about organic chemistry and being gay, have no (laughs) idea what they were talking about. (laughs) I can relate to 50% of that from college. (laughs) I love that. Except organic. (laughs) What if it was just organic chemistry? You were like, I loved chemistry. That's the thing I related to. just the best. (laughs) Okay. That's all I thought about. It's so hard to get them to listen to me because all they think about is organic chemistry. All I do is like, it's just the worst. It's just, it's it's a, it's the cross I bear. You know? Yeah, that scientific cross, that scientific brain you have is incredible. That's me. Um, have no idea what they're talking about. And they proceed to tell me that the high school and middle school were both put on lockdown. Both of those schools were on our street. And one of the ends of our road had been blocked off by a police barricade. My then dorm mate, whose father is a cop and then wrote a cab, comes in and starts t- <laughs> <laughs> comes in and starts telling us what she knows from her dad about the situation. A local police officer tries to pull over a car for some minor traffic violation at the intersection of my street and a major route on the East Coast. The car then speeds through the intersection, hitting a random car that was minding (gasps) its own business. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The officers approach the crashed car and a man hops out of the backseat and fires at the officer multiple times. Oh, Uh -oh. Uh -oh. I was going to make a Xenon joke at first of like just crashing into things. (laughs) She dropped her chai latte. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Never mind. It got dark. It got dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The man then runs off into someone's backyard, steals a tricycle, and takes off. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. The officer wasn't injured, but they also weren't able to catch him, I guess because a massive manhunt begins in my town. I'm talking our entire police force, the other town's police force, state police, helicopters, and fucking SWAT team. Oh, my God. The police put our schools on lockdown because they're literally about a mile from where he was last seen, and the town goes bonkers. My dad being the dumb white man he is, oh, don't talk about Gene that way. Yeah, come on. Unless maybe, <laughs> unless maybe you know him better than we do and maybe you're right. But yeah, I, I think that's <laughs> probably none of my business to make that call. Uh, my dad being the dumb white man he is, like horror movie white people kind of dumb, decides he wants to see what's going on. So he decides he needs to stop at the Wawa, but not the one we always go to. No, he needs to stop at the sketchy one just down the road from where this all happened that we never go to. Okay, but like I would have asked Gene if That's I could ride with me. him. I would have yeah. been like, okay, I call shotgun. <laughs> and would have been like, I br- I got my tricycle. Let's go to the wall. I'm too into the juicy drama to it. Like not, it's like, this is, it's kind of like in the office when like the Grand Strangler is doing the car chase down their road. <laughs> And they cancel everything. They're like, I have to be part of history. That's how I feel. It's history. That's how I feel. Yeah, that's, Em and I would for sure be the people right in the middle of it, like inserting ourselves where we don't belong. I mean, dumb white people, but you know what, call me what you need to. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm not going to deny it. (laughs) 
Okay, let's see. My dad drives around the blockade and heads to the Wawa, but the entire parking lot of the Wawa was filled with police. There are police helicopters overhead, SWAT, and police dogs, the only cops that I trust, (laughs) says Jenna. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. That was good, yeah. My dad then parks at another business and then walks over and tries to see if they will let him into the Wawa for half and half. (laughs) (laughs) A minute. Okay. I love Jean. Hang on a second. Jean's like, you don't understand. (laughs) I I need to have something to drink while I watch history (laughs) happen in front of my eyes. And it's only half and half that I will drink. Nothing else. (laughs) The officers, of course, do not. And my dad leaves without half and half frowned face. But he did tell me all about the cute police dogs. For a while, that's all we know, and we assume that he's probably hiding out in the woods around our house. It would not be the first time criminals did so. However, as my roommate finds out hours later, he, in fact, tricycled his way to the Wawa my dad had stopped at, called an Uber, threatened the driver with his gun, and had them drive all the way to Union Station about an hour and a half away. Oh, Oh my my God. God. Can you imagine having a gun to your head for an hour and a half? I mean, obviously not, but like, holy shit. For an hour. That's that's an eternity. I can barely imagine being in a car for an hour at this rate right. in quarantine. Let, let alone, alone a stranger like <laughs> having you like armed, you know, or being armed yeah. and like I telling mean, you I where d- to go. Did you know that everyone in my household drove for Uber at some point? Blaze, me and Alexander all drove for Uber at different times. I and forgot you, you drove for Uber. Yeah. And I guess was it was it mostly fleeting? Lyft. Uh, or yeah. Sorry. It was pretty the same fleeting. Thing it was when I lived in Glendale. Yeah. Um, I don't think I have ever really asked you enough questions about that. So we'll have to have a conversation. <laughs> it wasn't very interesting. Uh, nobody held a gun to my head. Otherwise, That's you definitely would have heard about it. <laughs> excellent. That's very good. <laughs> so I, I made it out alive. Um, okay. So for days, all we know is that he was at Union Station, which connects to several major train stations. So really, he could be anywhere. A few days later, we learned that the guy was arrested at Penn Station in New York City by U.S. Marshals. Fun fact, my brother and I had just been at Penn Station to go to a Hosier, Hosier, Hosier concert. How do you say that guy's name? Hosier. I, I say Hosier, but I'm sure I'm not right. I say that too, and then someone told me it was wrong, so I'm going to say a Hosier concert days before that. When the guy was arrested, we learned that he had had a warrant out for his arrest in Connecticut for kidnapping and attempted murder. Another fun fact, my brother lives in Connecticut pretty close to where this dude was running from. So apparently this dude was on the run from police states away, driving with some buddy of his, and they just happened to pass through my town and mirror a lot of my family's movements. Hmm. I don't know what happened to him since, but I'm happy he's no longer tricycling around my house. <laughs> Oof. Oh my gosh. Oh, that got me. When this was all going down, it was really hard to keep the severity severity of the matter in mind because this was the photo of him circulating. Oh, is this the one that Uh-oh. the photo is? Oh, wait, here. There's more on the back. Sorry. Okay. I'm going to leave a link for a news article in case you want more detail. Oh, my God. Um, feel free to use any of the pictures as you wish. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to show this um, on the... Oh, so creepy. Of the guy on the tricycle. You know what's so... Okay, the thing that makes it, like, either more or less ridiculous, I haven't decided yet, is that it's an adult <laughs> tricycle. I was thinking this whole time it was, like, a little tiny... I did, too. Like like, like a clown tricycle. Like a like, clown tricycle, Or, like, yeah. a child tricycle, but it's an adult three-bike, three-wheeled bike. So it's, like, a guy... It's, like, a guy who ha- who wears Tiva sandals. That's his, uh-huh, that's his yeah. tricycle that somebody stole kinda from him, jealous, which is not very nice. Kind of jealous he has this bike. But, yeah, why do I... I want that. Okay, um, so- and then... Wait, wait, hold on. Oh. Sorry, there's one more line here. Jenna says, P.S. I just wanted to say, this is very important for you to listen up. I uh-huh. just wanted to say that as a student studying biochemistry and microbiology, I do support lemon. 
and the associated fruits as long as they are being stored in a dry area. Sorry, oh, Em. Don't worry. They're in a dry area at my closet. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Los Angeles is like the driest place they could be stored. So I'm going to I'm gonna put out a little request right now. Um, oh, boy. To the people. Eva's like, no. <laughs> no, no, no. This is specifically for people near the in the town that I went to college in. So uh, okay. I went to school in Newport News. I went to CNU. If you're from the area, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, there, when I went there, so I went there... And this story has to be from like 2013-ish, 2012-ish. If you're from the area and you were there around that time, you might know what I'm referring to when I say the bicycle gang. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really need an update on where they are today because they – there was this group of kids. So CNU was – on one of the main streets in town where like you could leave campus pretty quickly and get to like restaurants or blockbuster back back in the day or like (laughs) the only two places you need to be or there was like um a few restaurants nearby and so me and a few of my friends we would walk um to restaurants um you know pretty regularly and there was this group of like little kids like they they were we called them the bicycle gang because they didn't they were too young to drive cars like they literally were their own little like crew on a bicycle on bikes but they were like like we were nervous whenever we saw them we would like turn around like they were literally like little children who would try to like harass you like little rapscallions yeah like and i i'm i was convinced then and i'm convinced now that at least half of them are like currently incarcerated somewhere like they were they were terrible they were scary they were like 12 years old and if you if like one of my friends saw the like the bicycle gang you like wouldn't go to that area for oh my god they were like they would come and sit next to you and like harass you while you're trying to eat your food in restaurants they would like make scenes Ew. in public where like they like if they were adults the police would have been called on them they would try Children to are so scary i heard from other people in like my friend circles like they got they tried to get they tried to rob people and like were successful sometimes like they were little little children criminals oh my god and i was terrified of them and i always wondered what happened to them and they all rode their little bicycles up and down warwick if you know what, what if I'm they're all about. just like accountants and like <laughs> yeah. i, I don't know they of- were so scary i was i felt so violated and uncomfortable around them i bet you if any of them do happen to ever hear this they're gonna be so proud like that's all we ever wanted was to terrorize some they did it i mean to a point where adults would text each other and be like the bicycle gang's out like don't go to this part of the street and like (laughs) we legitimately would not go out of fear so if anyone has heard about these people and you know what we're talking about, please give me an update because I'm so curious about how their lives turned out. Wow. Okay. Well, you heard it here first, folks. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. 
it feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Anyway, speaking of... Uh, children in their own little squads. My, I just found out recently my grandma, when she was 10, she was in a gang. What? Um, yeah. Oh, my. I need to get more in- information before I tell you the whole story. But apparently she, like, was, like, she, I, I don't know. It sounded violent. So I'll, oh, uh, oh, <laughs> I'll, no. I'll ask about it at another time. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, story number four. Um, Moving on. This one is called The One Time My Dad Found a 60-Year-Old Ransom Note Hidden Underneath the Floorboards. <gasps> Fuck yes. Okay. This is my jam. Let's go. This is from, oh my gosh, this is from a sand monster. This is from Rachel. Oh, uh, hi. Who refers to themselves as Sand Monster Rachel. Sand Monster Aww. Rachel. If you don't know what that is, that's what I lovingly named the people who listen to Beachy Sandy. I um, also don't think I ever told Alexander that, so he's probably like, <laughs> why does everyone say this to me? <laughs> It makes me so happy. I really, like, I think it's such a great name. I like it. So anyway, this is from a sand monster. Uh, And Rachel says, well, hi, it's me, Rachel, again. So I guess Rachel's written in before. Oh, hi, Rachel. Or sand monster, as you graciously nicknamed me. Oh, so this is the OG sand monster. Okay. You're the reason we called. Okay, I get it. (laughs) I had just begun your podcast when I sent in my last story. So I apologize for not sending my pronouns. She, her. But honestly, I think I prefer sand monster. Well, I do too. <laughs> oh, that's right. We said, oh, she didn't add her pronouns, so we're going to call her Sand Monster. That's how this all began. Yeah. Listen, you don't don't give me her pronouns. I'm going to give you a name that you'll have to live by. <laughs> so my life has been surrounded with true crime, creepy experiences, too many to share all at once. This one is from my dad when he was in his 20s. My parents had just gotten married and moved into their first house. It was an old house, maybe 100 years old at the time. Wow. So there were some creaky floorboards, cracked walls, peeling paint, and so on. My dad, being the handyman he is, immediately began renovations. He was rummaging around his closet floorboards trying to remove them. He started feeling around underneath, and he found a piece of paper. He (gasps) unfolded it, and I kid you not, my dad found a ransom note. (gasps) Excuse me, I just burped out of fear. Um, A ransom (laughs) note. He found a ransom note stating that $200,000 had to be dropped off at a certain time or else someone's son was going to die. What? Which oh it, immediately once I, if I were to see that and I'm holding it, I would be like, okay, so someone died in this house. Like, because 
The, yeah, ran- like- the ransom notes did not get delivered, or maybe this is the house it got delivered to, in which case someone who used to live here got abducted and maybe died. Yeah, and also, if somebody hid it under the floorboards, maybe they were like, well, I don't have 200 grand, so I'm going to hide this so no one accuses me of their death uh-huh. or something. I don't want anyone to know that I had the <laughs> exactly <laughs> the intel. Immediately, my dad reported it. A few days later, an FBI agent arrived. A few days later, by the way. Whoa. Uh, an FBI agent arrived at my dad's door to inform him he'd found a ransom note draft. If you're from Washington State, which my family is, you've heard the name. <sighs> okay. Fuck you guys. What, I can't. what is it? What is it? Weyerhauser? Weyerhauser? Okay. Well, that's if you're from Washington State. If you're from California like me, you don't know what that is. Um, what you may not know is that the chairman of this company inherited, inherited it from his dad and was once kidnapped and held for ransom in May of 1935. Yeah, I remember I actually, Weyerhauser, I did this story at the Seattle live show. Oh, I don't remember that. I'm sorry. I know. No, I know. But I was like, this This name sounds familiar. It was like a logging, like a timber and logging company. Huh. And um, well, he, they, the guy was kidnapped. Yeah. So anyway. Okay, so sorry. I think this, so the Sand Monster's dad found his ransom. That's note. so crazy. And and she probably doesn't even, I mean, she probably has no clue that I obviously covered it at the show in Seattle. That's a full circle right there. That is. So I, so wow. one of your, one of your Beach to Sandy listeners and, and that's why we drink listeners helped you finish that story. Wow. I wonder, I'm curious if like, if we have that, I'm sure we have it somewhere or I probably have the notes if we never posted it, maybe I'll cover it at some point. Maybe. And then we can, um, we should star this and then we can, <gasps> yes. sorry, I almost like showed like the email. Um, but we can, yeah, star this and then like add Smart. it to the notes. Okay. Anyway, he was returned after the ransom was paid, and a little over a month later, the kidnapper named Harmon Metz Whaley was caught. What my parents didn't know was that Harmon Metz Whaley had had at some point lived in that house that they (gasps) were now living in. That's crazy. So 60 years after the kidnapping of George Weyerhauser, my dad found the ransom note in his floorboards that apparently was never mailed. I swear <gasps> bad luck follows my family around, and I have so many more stories to share with you both. Thank you for taking the time to listen, uh, and I can't wait to uh, see where your podcast goes. Love, Sand Monster wow. Rachel. Sand Monster Rachel. I can't be- I can't imagine living a life where, like, you end up with the FBI on your doorstep just because you were renovating. You know what I right? mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, not again. I <laughs> the uh, FBI. My, one of my friends in college was at a, at a frat house at a party and people were drunk and one guy fell into the wall and oh yeah ended up i think i probably have mentioned this on the show but it's such a cool story to me he fell through the wall and then the hole that the one spot that he fell which makes me feel like it's like divine in some way that of all the parts of the house you could have fallen into he fell into the (laughs) one part where someone had hidden a bottle in the wall with like it was clearly people who used to be brothers of this fraternity like decades wow. ago. And so they, I'm assuming, had a party then and broke a hole into the <laughs> wall and decided they were going to put pictures of themselves and notes and stuff in this Aww. bottle and leave it. Fingers crossed that some other drunk frat guy would one day break into that same part of the wall, which is exactly <gasps> what happened. And so they ended up taking pictures of all of it, then putting it back in the bottle, putting it back in the wall, and then they put their own bottle next to it for I future drunk that. people. Well, so, you know, I bet I bet the reason that it was that spot specifically is probably because it was it probably wasn't covered up as well. So like 
Probably. Probably slight pressure like broke it without having to like smash through it. Probably either. Because you know, they probably bounced off all the way. I feel like drunk people bounce off walls all over the place. <laughs> yeah, left and right. They were bound to like ping pong into that <laughs> specific spot eventually. Anyway. That's the coolest thing. I mean, that's really fucking If cool. you're at a frat party, there's probably a few bottles of uh, old pictures in there. Yeah, you so. should punch holes in every wall just to find out. <laughs> Kyle. <Just> <laughs> no. <do that. laughs> Kyle, be careful. <sighs> okay, anyway. Someone's going to have to pay for that. <laughs> <sighs> okay, here we go. This is a story from Kira. Who uses she, her pronouns. Thank you, Kira. This is called Ghost Pups and Murder, parentheses, <gasps> not connected. Thankfully. Uh, thank thank you. you for clarifying wow. that for me. Whew. Okay, Kira says, Hi, I'm Christine Eva, Geo, Junie, Lemon, and the list goes on. Oh, yeah, now in Moonaper or whatever we call M- it. Moonaper and what does your sister say? Uh, Juneshine and Moonaper. Precious. <laughs> I've got one of each, paranormal and true crime, so let's crack into it. I'll start with the fun one. When I was young and finally got my own room, I have a twin brother. I have other fun twin stories for another time. Have I ever requested twin stories? I have, but I, I want more twin stories. We should do a we should do a reboot on that because I think we requested yeah. twins a long time ago. We did. I would love to have more twin stories. I would sometimes feel a breeze on my face while I was trying to sleep. As a young kid, I justified this as maybe being my stuffed Pooh Bear who I slept with every night. I also had a stuff paper that I slept with every night and I lost him and it still traumatized. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I miss him so much. Okay. Uh, Maybe being my stuffed poo bear who I slept with every night who might be breathing (laughs) because kids can assign anything unsettling to something comforting. Uh As I got older and knowing, unfortunately that my stuffed animals were not alive. It got to be concerning that I was feeling cool breezes on me, even when my windows were closed and my fan was off. Whenever these breezes, more like breathing, started happening, I would hide under my covers until I could finally fall asleep. It wasn't until I went away to college and these breezes followed me that I started thinking that it might be paranormal. Yeah, it took long enough. When I came home for Thanksgiving, I finally talked to my mom about it. My mom is very sensitive to paranormal activity, and her grandma, who was a witch, told her that she had the gift, which conveniently skips a generation. As soon as I told her, my mom said, oh, Mr. Turner, who lived here, my childhood home, used to have your bedroom and he adored his poodles. <laughs> that took a turn. I'm that sorry. I don't didn't uh, see it coming, but OK. <laughs> sure. But I love where we've ended up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he adored his poodles. So it's probably his dogs checking in on you that or it's Mr. Turner deeply upset that someone is sleeping in his room. So I chose to believe that it's some nice pups checking in on me when I'm going to sleep rather than a dead old man. But I guess we'll never know. (laughs) Now now that I've moved out of my parents' home officially, I haven't experienced anything like it in my new place. But it still happens whenever I visit home. Now for the not so fun one. True crime. I know. Such a bummer. True crime is always the less fun. (laughs) (laughs) Now that I've warmed you up, time to really come crashing down. (laughs) My family's a little messy in a lot of ways, but messiest of all is my little cousin's bio mom, who is now a murderer. Oh, dear. Oh, my God. She has a lot of other issues beyond what I'll add here. But to get to the point, while celebrating someone's birthday, she apparently got in a fight with her boyfriend or her boyfriend's sister, question mark, which resulted in her attacking her boyfriend with a bar stool. He was dead upon arrival of the paramedics, which resulted in the conclusion that the cause of death was by suffocation. My what? family theory. Okay. Whoa. I, I, I was expecting know. the bar stool to be the yeah. culprit. <laughs> Blunt force trauma. I know. Usually where we'd be by now. Yeah. My family's theories are that either she punctured his. Oh, God. Okay. That she either punctured his lung with the bar stool. Okay. 
Oh, this is bad. Why, Eva? I hate you. Or that she broke his neck at the C4. Okay. Okay. Just going to get through it, which prevented him from breathing. Either way, she is still pleading not guilty at her trial, regardless of the witnesses at this party who say she undoubtedly did this. So I suppose I will have to respond with an update post-trial. Hopefully this can be selected for a read. If not, I still adore you all, and I'm glad that someone else could enjoy the story. I love y'all and will gladly drink a glass of wine and a toast to this podcast. Lots of love, Kira. No wonder Eva's like, why don't you read this one, Christine? It's about spines and vertebrae. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks. Uh, Also... (laughs) so sorry well, about your yeah your cousin's yeah. mom's boyfriend's sister or something um yikes that's really messy yeah when I'm you like, said, my family's messy too okay maybe not that messy. when you said my family's messy i was like join the club and then you yeah. kept going and i went oh never mind. we should have known better but <laughs> oh my uh anyway thank you for that and here's our our final story i think right oh you get to do the finale no, this time. yes yes i do i do Sorry, for a second I thought there was a bonus, but no, no, no. I'm the bonus. I know. The bonus is I get to read it. (laughs) The bonus was you all along. It always was. So this is called, wow, you're going to fucking love this. Okay. Oh, good. Slipped into a parallel dimension during (gasps) the blue moon. Ooh, there was in Halloween on Halloween. Okay, okay. Ready. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, this is from Teresa, who goes by she/her. Thank you for normalizing pronouns, Teresa. Um, and it says, hey, Eva. Yes, always use Eva first at this point. <laughs> always. Eva, M, Christine, and Co. <laughs> I love it. Okay. <laughs> Cracking right into it. This year on Halloween, it was a blue moon and things definitely got weird. My girlfriend yes. and I uh, were finishing up the last few episodes of Haunting of Bly Manor. And we <gasps> took a break before the last episode to eat dinner and put on one of the seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, this yes. is just the queerest story I've ever heard. I so, love yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good palate cleanser. Though. Yeah, I see she, her, my girlfriend, RuPaul. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh my God, so excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're watching RuPaul. My uh, girlfriend took the dishes uh, to the kitchen when we were done and I was still on the couch. She came over, kissed me on the forehead and said she was going to go to the grocery store to get some Halloween candy before we watched the last episode of Bly Manor. She leaves. I was go. Uh, I don't know exactly how long it was after she left, but at some point I looked up and saw her walking into the bathroom and she's not there. Oh, oh no. She left. She left. For and a second, I pictured it as she was on the toilet and saw her walking into the bathroom. And I was like, does anybody knock anymore? Okay, now I get it. She no, was walking. She was gone. Like, she I went see. to the grocery store. And then a couple minutes later, Teresa sees her girlfriend oh walking my- into the oh. bathroom. No, no, no. That's no good. That's no good. Oh my God. The worst sons. We made eye contact. <gasps> <gasps> Why is that so scary? I hate that. I continue. <laughs> I have instant goose camp. I continue watching RuPaul and then after a few minutes thought it was weird she hadn't come out of the bathroom. I called out to her asking her what she was doing and no reply. I didn't think much about it, but then as more uh, minutes passed and she didn't appear, I called out asking if she was okay. Still no response. I got up and walked to the bathroom and she wasn't there. (gasps) She wasn't in her room or anywhere else in her small house. I started to panic a little because how the hell does someone disappear into thin air? As I start, as I'm starting to walk more frantically through the house, uh, I hear a car door shut and realize I didn't look to see if her car was in the driveway. But also, oh. how the hell did she leave the house without me knowing? She comes in the grocery. She comes in with grocery bags, and then everything in my brain clicks together. I remember her telling me she was going to the store, and I remember her leaving the house. My face clearly showed my confusion because she asked me what was wrong. 
I told her I had seen her go into the bathroom and then never come back out. Then I searched her house and had absolutely no recollection of her going to the store until I heard the car door. So it's almost oh, like it, weird. it's almost like it put some sort of veil on her so she wouldn't freak out. It's like or like it's like her her um her own understanding went with her to the other dimension where it's right. like that one doesn't even exist in her brain anymore. Right, right. Oh, that's creepy. She asked me if I was high and I definitely wasn't. <laughs> I asked her how long she was gone. She said 20 minutes, but the whole thing felt like an hour had gone by at least. (gasps) Holy shit. This whole thing shook me. I tried, I started to try and rationalize what happened in my head. I have a seizure disorder where I have seizures that can manifest as a blackout. So I lose a short period of time, but only 15 seconds. I haven't had a seizure in years, but I also, but also I know I didn't have one because I didn't miss a beat of RuPaul. (laughs) <laughs> I can't explain the complete absence of memory of her going to the store or how I saw her walk into the bathroom when she had clearly already been gone or how the sound of her car door brought me back to the present. But a part of me feels like maybe for a brief moment, I slipped into a parallel dimension. It was too real to not be. But to me, I feel I, I totally forgot this was going to be about parallel dimensions because I thought of it as a ghost and you're seeing a doppelganger. Yeah, I thought doppelganger too. Yeah, that's what Which I thought. Then, then I think your theory of like a veil or something makes a lot of sense. Of like, that's I what, think that whatever it was took that memory out of your head. I something. think that's the route I usually go because in the times where I have seen something, it really puts like this wave of calm on me, so I can't freak right. out. So it feels like there was a doppelganger who like wanted you to see them, but also didn't want you to freak out until like later on. The fact that you made eye contact gives me that's ugh. the worst. That's yeah. the worst. It's no good. Hope my story brings some chills because holy fuck, I'm still shook. Love the podcast. <gasps> Love following your tangents. Can totally relate. Also, congrats, Christine, on finally getting verified. Oh, oh thank you. And that's it, the uh, last sentence of this episode, apparently. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll find other sentences to throw in there before the episode is fully over. Wow. Well, thank you. That was terrifying. And do- whether it's a double ganger or a parallel universe. Either way, it wasn't. fully scary. It wasn't great um for yeah, you it wasn't great and wasn't something i wanted to participate in right 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 the eye contact especially whether i'm in this world exactly. or not i hate it so yeah uh wow. yikes thank you guys for all of your wonderful stories thank you eva for reading them um, oh i have another request oh can we what about full moon stories i don't think we've ever done a full moon oh story that'd be fun yeah yeah, yeah. i feel like that's kind of creepy we're going to december days are getting darker and shorter i'm that's down a creepy uh full moon episode okay Yay. There you go. And thank you for everyone who submitted your stories. If you would like to submit your own story to be in the running for the next uh, episode that comes out on the first of every month, you can go to andthatswhatydrink.com and we have a submission box there for you. Yeah. Well, thanks, everybody. And we will see you in a much shorter time than usual in like two weeks. Okay. Well, thank you. And that's why we drink. (laughs) 